1: Recording live from Austin,
0: Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a Paradox.
1: Guys, welcome to the show. This is Paradox and I am Jimmy.
0: And I, this is Josh am, and I am Paradox. Jimmy.
1: Welcome to our episode on dating and our children.
0: On Halloween.
1: Oh, we are recording We're on recording
0: Halloween. On- Halloween. (laughs)
1: This is actually really good. Thank you. What was your favorite costume? One, two,
0: three. Ah, ah, ah.
1: You sit around and work on your evil impressions? That was Count Dracula. Count count, Dracula.
0: No, what was the guy? I think it's just the Count. The Count. Okay, sorry.
1: What was your favorite costume growing up?
0: Mostly we went as hobos because that's really all the clothes we had. We were actual hobos.
1: Am I bringing up a bad memory?
0: Yes. Um, I'm triggered right now, and
1: so I need a little space. I perpetuated a microaggression (laughs) by not knowing that about you. What was your favorite? We went as hobos, mostly (laughs) because we were hobos.
0: Do you remember (laughs) a Halloween I I did have a
1: hobo party one time. Do you remember that? He did. We dressed up as homeless people. That's pretty terrible.
0: And when he turned 16, he had a party for the entire school, most of which didn't know him. No. But everyone got invites, and they were told, cards only, (laughs) (laughs) i.e. cash only.
1: It was the biggest party in school history. It was. We did it on the top of the parking garage. parking
0: garage, and you had a big tote board. Kind of like Jerry Lewis. Uh, It's for the kids. What the world needs now is Love, Sweet Love would play every time we went to the tote board. And when you counted up your money because you were wanting a car. Mm -hmm. So everyone was giving toward your down payment on a car. (laughs) That was brazen, Josh. Oh, yeah. Brazen.
1: Brian McKnight, Back at One, was played Mm. a couple of times that night.
0: Meet Me at the Crossroads. Crossroads.
1: Ah, Bone Thugs. And Harmony. We played a little No Diggity. Probably a little bit of uh, this is how we do it.
0: A little bit of Sandy Patty.
1: No, mm-hmm. no, no. That was a good time. We've digressed to birthdays on this yes, Halloween. Yes,
0: on Halloween.
1: My first ever Halloween, when I had no choice in the matter, Jimbo dressed me up as Gandhi.
0: And see, here's the thing. He had a perfectly, I mean, geometrically round head. A geometrically round, bald, a bald geometrically round head with two ears stuck out on the sides. We cut a hole in the top of a pill case, put Mr. Potato Head glasses on him, and he went as Gandhi. And what was funny is you'd go to a door and they'd go, oh, Gandhi, they recognized you. <laughs>
1: well, you know what best picture that year was? What? Gandhi. Oh. Being Kingsley. Oh, that's right. It was right. on it's everybody's why mind we around that Yes.
0: Yeah. Talking about dating today. And this is coming in from a uh, from a listener.
1: Yes. And can I just say, we just finished up several talks at First Baptist Amarillo. And we just, loved our time there.
0: Yes. I didn't love the very end of our time there.
1: We probably no one is even aware. We didn't text really anyone about it.
0: Yes. All, we were just laying it out all over the interwebs that we were there. But not that our plane got canceled.
1: Yeah. On Sunday, our plane got canceled.
0: And so they said, here's a voucher to the Roach Motel.
1: It was like the Ashmore.
0: Well, what it was is there was at least three to four cars that were up on blocks. They were disabled in some way out Not front. literally.
1: There was a car with a windshield bashed in. Yes. And cars with flat tires.
0: But. And I will go just about anywhere. I'll eat anything. I'll stay just about anywhere. And really, my protective parental instincts kicked in. Josh, do not get out of this car. <laughs> Drive, drive.
1: Uh, but we enjoyed being with First Baptist there. It was there great. In we, so and thank we did, you guys. yeah, we
0: did uh, young adults. We talked uh, parenting mostly, but we did a thing with grandparents on Saturday morning. We'd never done a grandparent thing before. Just, It was great. The whole weekend was great. And if
1: you like us better live, let us know. If you like us better recorded, then keep your mouth shut. Exactly.
0: That's the way this works. Does that works. Yes. Okay. So we had a listener that actually. Called in, wrote in, texted in, Facebooked in, however people communicate these days, and said, Hey, why don't y'all do something on dating? And we kind of look back and I don't think we necessarily have ever done anything just on dating. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the issue of dating. We're saying, Well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is confusion over dating.
1: We don't know when to start it. What do we do? What do we
0: allow? Is it good? I mean, we now know that we should not kiss dating goodbye. We've always known that you cannot kiss on dates, but now you cannot even kiss dating goodbye. Yeah. Just no kissing. There's no kissing. There's no kissing allowed, period, within the topic of dating.
1: Maybe neck a little bit, but never on the lips.
0: That's correct. Yes. Yes.
1: So today I thought we, you know, we, we just said, well, let's do that. Let's kick
0: around dating and, and what is good, what is not good. And I'll start by just saying, this is kind of a universal truth, that the, the sooner... I mean, I've, stats will back this up, that the sooner that kids begin one-on-one dating, then the sooner they have sexual intercourse. And since, you know, we, we have the advent of pornography and and that the first internet porn use is, is prior to junior high, the pressure to become physically active, and still through many kids, that, that's through a mechanism of dating, we have kids that are really pushing to date earlier. And yet... For parents, you just need to know, well, no, not really. I mean, fifth and sixth grade, oh, it's so cute that he has a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Uh, No. The earlier they – you want to kind of push it off. The later, the better. And I kind of go by the old standard of group dating at 15 and one-on-one dating at 16.
1: Is that the old standard?
0: That's the old standard. I don't want to quote who that is. Because I've I've turned over a new leaf. Um, and I'm I'm only gonna quote myself. I was no Dobson and me. Dobson. But now I'm not gonna quote Dobson anymore. I'm just gonna quote myself.
1: And there's no research to support 15 and 16.
0: No, there's not.
1: For me, either extreme is bad. Yes. Not allowing it at all, and just no expectations or no standards or rules or boundaries. And so wherever you land in the middle, you know, as long as you're not in the extremes. Potentially, it's going to be okay.
0: So, what are some sort of some dating standards? What should we try to teach our kids? You know, whenever it is that they're they're going to be allowed. And I'm going to throw some Keith Green on you. Are you ready for some Keith Green? Mm-hmm.
1: Remember uh, when you knew Keith Green's dead date, but not my birthday? No. Or was really? that Keith Green? When? What year did he die?
0: It was eighty three.
1: Really? Ish something like that. What yeah. year was that born?
0: I don't know. So Keith Green, he wrote a thing called the Last Days Newsletter. I remember this one kind of article that he wrote in that about how you should not marry or even date a non-believer. And that was very impactful for for my sort of my view of of dating, because, you know his big deal was we need to be friends with everybody. The worst sinners in school, we need to be friends with everybody. We're not too good to be friends with anybody. So be friends with everybody, but don't date everybody. You know, and there's a difference between being a friend with somebody and dating them. And I've sort of adhered to that. I, I agreed with it then, and I still do. The idea when someone dates someone, you're sort of putting your stamp of approval on who they are universally. And again, no one wants to talk this way, but every marriage begins with a date. And everyone goes, "That's stupid." You know, I, I'm gonna—I'm just dating someone in high school. What are you out of your mind? And I know it's, it's different times, but I, the junior prom, I went with a girl I've been married to now for 30, going on 39 years next month. You don't know. And therefore, if you get into a loving relationship with somebody who's a believer, a bird in the hands worth two in the book, you're, it's very hard to, to stop where the heart is going. So therefore, you need to have dating standards for, to talk over with your kids about why is it that it's important. And I think one of those things is going to be that you're not going to date an unbeliever. Be their friend. Have them over. Go out for Cokes. But don't date them because it's a different thing.
1: What do you do when they are at a certain age and they just thumb their nose up at you?
0: Well, they certainly can. Certainly once they leave. I mean, once they hit college, they're on their own. Junior in high school starts dating an unbeliever. That's also interesting. Didn't we have this discussion with someone at Amarillo? Uh, maybe. I think we maybe did. But the idea being that you really can't if they're an overall good kid, you know, good grades, they're not actively doing drugs and drinking and but to your knowledge they don't go to church. Boy, that's that's gonna be tough. And and if you get a kid that's an older adolescence, he's nearing the end of the time where he's rolling off your, you know, conveyor belt, a finished product, then you know, it may be up to them. As to what they do.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Parenting is setting expectations and then responding to your kid potentially in a different way once they break the expectation. Yes. Parenting is too dynamic to set an expectation and then to always follow it because our kids get older, they get into different things, mm-hmm. they potentially make a decision that broke something that was established five years earlier and yet it's more nuanced now. You know, they're seventeen, they're almost out of the house. We want them to start making these types of decisions so and so potentially you allow it if the kid's an altogether okay kid. Correct. Yeah. So it it can't be just nope we said in ninth grade, we said mm-hmm. in eighth grade that you can't marry an envelope. No, you have to respond mm-hmm. and move a little bit to their decisions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's no there's no research that supports the group dating in ninth grade, individual in tenth, but those ages kind of just make sense. Yes, You don't really do much outside the home, outside of school and extracurricular. At 16, people
0: are driving. Correct. Yeah.
1: And so there's no research to back it up, but those ages certainly do make the most sense. And the earlier they start group dating, the earlier they're going to want to start to individual. Mm -hmm. And if we're trying to push off the individual dating, then you want to push off as much as you can the group dating.
0: And I know we've kicked this around a lot. Generally speaking, dads, parents in general, but dads tend to prepare boys and protect girls. They prepare their sons. They protect their daughters. And I think we've mentioned this on here before. You know, when the girls turned 16 and it was time for individual dating, you know, we had the true love weights rings that were molded out of my parents' wedding rings. And I took them on dates. And this is how boys should hold the door for you. And this is how you should be treated. And you should expect to be treated this way. And when you turned 16, it was just like, okay, see ya. Didn't cover anything for you. Probably there needs to be some preparation overall. Young girls men, or guys. Young men need to know. Lindsay had a guy, you know, in college, post college, something like that. It was post. That post college that pulled up and honked or pulled up and texted, hey, I'm out front. And I was so proud that she texted, Well, I'm in here. So we need to we need to let not only girls know what expectations are, but guys need to understand. Call me old-fashioned, but we need a little old-fashioned in this society. Teaching a young man how he is to treat a young lady. There is a bit of preparation before they hit those, those ages so that we're not just turning them out into the street. We've really taught them what it is to honor a girl. You are taking someone's precious cargo and how you should treat a young lady, and for a girl, to how she expects to be treated. I mean, having those things discussed with them, I think, is important. There's
1: real value in holding off on the individual dating, because then you get to know more people. Mm -hmm. If they're individually dating somebody in seventh grade, and they stick with them for three or four years, they missed out on so many opportunities to get to know more people. It's so invaluably important. You were trying to make the point earlier of marriage always starts with the first Mm date. There needs to be importance placed on dating, that this isn't just willy-nilly. But at the same time, I think a lot of kids jump in with too much importance Mm -hmm. and give their emotional lives and sexual lives away too quickly. And so instilling within our kids... That dating is important, but it doesn't mean that every first date ends in marriage. Correct. Even if every marriage started with a first date. Mm -hmm. And so to not treat it as seriously and get to know different people so that you can get to know different personalities and different likes and dislikes. And and so that you can have much more of a picture of what you want headed into the more, quote unquote, serious dating of college or beyond.
0: And, you know, I've seen clients in their 20s that didn't date. Due to family regulation or whatever in high school, you know, they just kind of got into the the frat community and they ran around with you know, a big group of guys, and they didn't really date in college. And so here they are now in their mid twenties, and they're sort of clueless. They don't know how to read a female. You know, they don't know how to have those conversations. Unlike <laughs> us, Myers men. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Prince of Smooth. <laughs> That's what they call
1: smooth.
0: smoothness. I don't know how smooth I can get. I got married the day I turned 20. I don't know how much smoothness I developed.
1: Oh, I developed all the smoothness.
0: <laughs> Katie, no.
1: <laughs> no, she would attest
0: to your not smoothness. Again, back to the girls. But we, I did it with the girls. That if someone wanted to ask the girls out, they had to ask me. And I know that just sounds like it is, you know, straight out of Little House on the Prairie or something. And yet it worked quite well. There's something about, you know, it, for a dad, there's something. And again, I didn't feel that way with you. I, I could remember your mother because here you were like 230 pounds.
1: And, all muscle. Yes. And smooth. And smooth,
0: smooth muscle. Mm-hmm. And the, your mom would say, well, what if someone snatches him? Like you going to the mall alone when you were like a sophomore or something. I was going, Baby, I would I'd like to buy tickets to that. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to see that. But with the girls, you know, again protecting them by by having guys come and ask. There's there's something about when you hand your daughter over to someone in a in a one on one romantic situation that so you, you want to do all you can do to, to protect them.
1: So you were protecting them from being handed over and in some ways praying. For someone to come and attack me. Yes. Is that is that what I'm hearing right now?
0: Yes, because I knew you would need so much help. You know, there's going to be plenty of women that would want to pity date you. But
1: <laughs> I couldn't like even find re- those.
0: <laughs> the real thing. <laughs> and that's the thing with me. Again, married by your sophomore year in college. There wasn't just a ton of dating going on. Both of us agree that dating is an important thing. Yes. That it's a good thing.
1: Yes. Put off group dating as far as you can because that puts off start individual. There. Mm-hmm. start with group. And then at the very, I would say, latest and potentially even earliest, individual by sophomore year, which makes sense because they're driving. Yeah. And they need a couple of years under their belt while they're still under your roof to do that.
0: Yeah. And if you've got good communication skill, you can talk to them about what you do on your date. How did that go? You know, without necessarily just prying into, you know, but just helping them. What was awkward? What wasn't? And if you've got the kind of relationship where you can talk with your kids, that's a great conversation to have to kind of work them through that. But having them go through these dry runs of boy-girl relationships and romance is a
1: good thing. And they need to think, think through their sexual relationship. Uh, they already are, but you need to at least... That, uh, you know, the whole sex talk thing needs to be more than just one time when they're in seventh grade. And needs out to the have started retreat. in early elementary Correct. school. Correct. And so it needs to happen. In fact, this weekend, I'm spending time with my kindergartner. And we're going to go over the sex talk. Early elementary school, Jimbo? Well, she already learned the F word. I know, but like fourth or fifth. I wouldn't say early elementary school. That needs to happen early and often, the sex talk. And so they, before they, long before they start individually dating, they need to have conce- fully conceptualized in their mind where they stand there. That's very important. They make the decision prior yes. to Yes, and, and
0: allowing you to talk with and work with your child to determine what are their dating standards.
1: And you need to make sure they know why yes. they're not having sex. Yes. Not just that we don't, because the just Bible pro- says
0: so. Yes, not just prohibited, but why are we prohibited? What is that? Everyone else seems to be loving it. So what's the deal? And to be able to explain that to them, talk to them about, you know, again, not only not having sex on dates, but, you know, the Bible knows, you know, everyone who knows, knows that the Bible says that a home run is wrong. But what about a single? What about a stand-up double? What about all those things that sexual acts that the Bible never specifically mentions? And we need to talk about that. And we need to know what will we do, what will we not do, where will we go. Hey, if your girlfriend or your boyfriend's parents are not there, then you don't go to that house. You don't. That's a standard that you set, and he or she knows what your dating standards are. And so that's just out of the equation. You know, because so often, you know, kids will always say, you know, they'll say, yeah, I had sex with my girlfriend, but it was an accident. Sex isn't accidental. Sexual intercourse is one of the more intentional, premeditated acts that someone could ever do. So you, you avoid that situation by setting up standards by which you will, you, where you will and won't go, what you will and will not do.
1: I think it's important that our kids also know that they need to be talking about it with their significant other as well. their expectations there.
0: Absolutely. The
1: more that they can say, this is a line that I don't want to cross, the more that person, hopefully, if they chose correctly, will respect that as well.
0: And I know we use this example a lot, but, you know, everything that happened with David and Bathsheba, the very beginning of that story, in the spring when kings go off to war, David was at his palace. All of that happened because David was where he was not supposed to be. You head off these behaviors way before you get there jesus said you've heard it say do not commit adultery i say if you look at a woman with lust way 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 yeah. way before you get to the physical act you're yeah. drawing lines and that
1: was so important for katie and i when we started dating me drawing that line because katie was just begging me oh i don't know constantly judged, that's please, the myers curse that's when you first experienced sense.
0: the myers curse <laughs> bless women's hearts I I really i, I just I you know. pity him. yep yeah
1: well, uh,
0: dating—don't kiss it goodbye,
1: neck it hello—but
0: talk it. It's a good thing. It's a healthy thing, as long as we we teach our kids and we use it as something to teach them and mold them into the young men and women of God
1: that they're going to be. It's for the kids. It is. It always is. If you want more information about this episode, it's ParadoxPodcast.com. You can find us on our socials there. Stay tuned for new episodes next week. What else? We appreciate you guys listening. We would love it if you reviewed as well as shared the show. Take care.
0: Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to TherapyWithBilly.com. For more information about our Paradox Evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to JulieLylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Next time on Paradox. Tell us how important it is to have a positive role model of a dad in sports and in life instead of one that almost gets their own needs met by the success of their child playing sports.
1: Yeah, my my dad and my mom, uh, I've got incredible parents, uh, both believers. Uh, I mean, I can remember coming home or coming down, uh, every
0: morning and seeing him, you know, with the Bible open in this quiet time, um, you know, and just, just chased after God and, uh, you know, showed me what it means to be a a Christian man, a Christian husband, uh, how to treat, you know, your wife and and my mom and, uh, and, you know, how to be a dad. So.